And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? I hope you have an amazing day. I wanted to spend a couple minutes with you here today and share um, a lesson that I've been relearning, but I think it applies perfectly to um, uh, to this business, and um, that is not bailing. So let me explain if you don't um, uh, if you don't know what the term bail is. So um, I grew up skating, as you might know, uh, skateboarding. And, um, you know, I was never, um, I never like went pro or anything. Um, I think if I had not stopped at 17, 18 years old, I maybe, maybe like if I really, really pushed myself, there's, I had the skill. I just don't know if I had the mindset to do it. Um, like I had the skill if I kept practicing for multiple years with a better mindset. So, um, anyway, I'm kind of sharing that to say that uh, I wasn't just like rolling around on a board, um, but I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't professional. I wasn't getting paid um, or anything like that. Um, and, you know, I stopped skating um, at like 17, 18 years old and really started to focus on, on work. And at that point, I got a job in sales um, at 18 um, and I really started focusing pretty heavily um, on work at that point. And, um, you know, so at this point, uh, now I'm 32 and I'm starting to get back into it actually. And it's hilarious. Um, I was fully intending to like get back into skating. I haven't skated, I haven't really touched the board in maybe once a year for 15 years. So 18, 32, that's 14 years. Um, so barely touched the board in 14 years, maybe once a year. And I was fully intending to just get back into it and basically just roll around. I'd kind of like, um, you know, uh, lowered myself to that. Like, okay, if I just roll around in the bowls and maybe I can, you know, do, you know, skate some half pipes and stuff, but not nothing crazy. Just basically just roll. And, um, and then I get out to to here, Southern California and I start, you know, this is about three or four months ago. I was, I start skating a little bit and I realized that there's people that are, um, older than me that are crushing it. Like they're still murdering it. Like basically they started when I started at like 13 years old, 12 years old or even younger, and they just never stopped, whereas I did. And but and then some people, they're they're older, and they literally started. Like, I met a gal, she started at 40 years old. I met another person, started at um, 39. 
Um, or he's 39 now, started at 33 or something like that. Um, met a guy, he's 60 today, he was skating. And, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. And I started to realize, like, I, I'm not going to go professional, like, <laughs> very unlikely. But I can skate at a high level, like, or I, I could get back to a high level, right? Um, and I don't have to, like, just kind of lower myself to rolling around. And um, so for the past, you know, three months, I've been just... Um, progressing fairly well. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, I think, I think within, by the end of the year, for sure, I would say even probably by half this year, um, I think I could be kind of like where I left off, um, you know, at 18 years old. And then from there I can like legitimately progress better than I ever was. And it's really, really cool because I, I literally thought this part of my life was over. And, um, of course I wish I never stopped. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I can't change the past. And, you know, I was actually talking to a guy, um, at the skate park, he was 27 and he basically did the exact opposite thing as me. So when he was like 18, he kind of made a juncture and he said, you know, rather than working, I'm going to just get really good at skating. And, <clears throat> and now he's 27 and, um, he never went pro. He's been sponsored by a lot of companies, but he's never been like full blown pro. And now he's basically at the point where he's got to like start to like work real jobs, like a real job to, you know, you know, have a, you know, have a life. And, and he kind of wishes that he did what I did, right? Like focus on the professional life. And then like now I'm 32 and I'm at the skate park and for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in the morning. And the only thing keeping me from coming back is just like like making sure that I am <laughs> around the house and like being there with, with the family and stuff. Of course we still have to work and stuff. So don't get me wrong. We're not fully free. Um, as far as like, we never have to do anything in our life ever again. Um, but, uh, but it's cool. Right. And so there's always, so I've, 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 I've already forgiven myself for stopping. It's not a, not a big thing. That's not even the point of the podcast, but I do wish I didn't stop of course. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about two things. The first one is that um, don't lower yourself. So, so the, the parallel here is I was lowering myself to like, okay, I'll just roll around in the bowls. And, you know, I'll basically, you know, start carving the bowls and that's it. And, you know, if I was getting back into this at 50 or 60, um, that's, that might be actually a smart idea. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not 50 or 60, I'm 32 and I'm older than 18. And, I, you know, I can't be a psychopath. Um, but you know, I, I, I was lowering myself just because I had a, a mental image, um, of what skating in Chicago was like. And basically anyone over 30, like was uh, super old and, and shouldn't really be there. But here the level of talent is so much higher that, um, I, I realized like, wow, I, I could, I could get good again and I'm going to go for it. And I say that because a lot of times people in business, they lower themselves. I did this for a long time. I lowered myself to not going for it, really. Like, of course, I went for it. And if you saw me from the outside, if you talked to me, you would believe that I was going for it. But, like, I had this internal block that, like, you know, I got so used to living with, you know, uh, an income of less than, you know, uh, $5,000 a month take home that anything beyond that was so foreign to like my subconscious that it just never really happened. And it really took for me to, and actually to really start saying, okay, we can, we can like our first goal over our first uh, thing over five grand, our first goal over five grand was 16,000 in a month. And I remember making that goal 
and it was it was based on factual data like it wasn't just like you know this pie in the sky number it was based on actual things that we believed we could do but we had never crossed really like five six seven grand or something like that in a month and i was like you know we need to make this and we need to go for it. And then like when we changed what we were shooting for and visualized and really believed that we could do it, we started to get closer and we actually, we actually hit it. And that for that month that we did that. And then we proceeded to, um, you know, continue to, to make those goals bigger and bigger. And, um, and, uh, we've had some, uh, you know, uh, there's people that are, of course, <laughs> significantly more well off than we are by far, but we've, you know, by our standards, we've had some uh, very, very good months, um, since then, which has been nice. Um, and so the first thing is just, I want you to, I want to encourage you to go for it. Like, you know, have that mental transformation. Like I've just had with skating that you can, you can be better than you ever thought. Right. And, um, and it's okay. And, um, what's beautiful about the business is it doesn't matter. Like I legitimately am limited by my age if I was too much older, right. In skating, whereas there is no age limit in, in the business at all. Um, the second thing is don't bail, which is kind of the purpose of, of me starting this was, um, so bailing and skating, it basically means like not, not sticking a trick, um, or not landing, not purposely going for something. So bailing is when, let's say I'm like, uh, catching some air over a jump. I'm using words that we don't use in skating to kind of illustrate my point. So if there's any skaters out there, you know, just bear with me, but so let's say you're catching some air over a jump, right? So I'm going fast. I go on a ramp and I jump in the air and the board is of course following me. And let's say I'm about to like land, but I get scared and I kick the board away. So I'm in the air and I kick the board out and I land on my feet and I like have to run it out, like run away. Right. Or maybe I, maybe I even like land on my feet and I have so much momentum that I fall. I have to roll it out. Um, that's bailing. Okay. So that's, it's like, we call it bailing. It means not sticking it, not going for it. It means not committing. Um, it's literally what it means. And so one of the, uh, one of the kind of cornerstones of people that get really good at skating and those that don't is the people that are really good. Of course, they've got technical skill, but they've got confidence and they don't bail very often at all. If ever they, their, their natural default is to commit, it's to go for it. So when they see a new, you know, obstacle, a new set of ramps, a new, uh, a new rail or whatever, um, they, they go up to it maybe they might check it out once, maybe twice, but then they go for it. Like immediately they're trying to stick it. Whereas, you know, kind of my default, to be honest with you, especially, you know, growing up and and now, um, it's, it's actually to bail. Um, and that, that is probably the primary reason that I didn't go pro. Now, I I don't know if I would have gone pro, but I think I had a really good shot because I had the ability, like my coordination was there my skill was there my technique was there all of that was there the flow the style but I didn't commit as fast as I should so I thankfully I was obsessive still am so I won't leave until I eventually do it but what could take someone two minutes to just go and commit to it it could take me two hours um and the only thing that I have going for me in that regard is that I get obsessive and I will not let it go until I finally stick it or at least attempt. Yeah. That's actually true until I finally stick it. So that happened to me today. Um, 
you know, this thing was attacking me or I felt like it was attacking me. I had to overcome it. And I literally would not leave until I went for it. And I knew this getting back into it. So about a month ago, I had this realization that I can actually make a run at the skating thing again. And I have a written, I mean, I've got a set of mental tools that I never had back then. And one of them is reprogramming your mind, right? You can speak to yourself to reprogram yourself. And so I've got a little mantra for myself that's, you know, I always go for it. I'm always safe and I never bail. I always go for it. I'm always safe and I never bail. And um, so I'm working on implementing that. Like today I was bailing a lot, right? But I'm working on implementing that so I never bail. And I always commit. And because if I can couple the skill with the style, with the smoothness and the style with not bailing, I can progress extremely fast. And, um, but if I don't, then I, I basically will kind of be at this level forever. And so this, you could probably already draw parallels to yourself in business right now. So like, for instance, like, let's say running an ad, right? Don't bail, run this stinking ad. If it sucks, it's going to tell you it sucks because you won't get results. So rerun it, right? Don't bail on it. Um, if you are uh, taking application phone calls, right? You're getting applicants from your funnel and you're calling them, call them. Don't bail on it, right? Don't bail on the follow-up. That's where most of the sales are made or most of the recruits are made in the follow-up. Don't bail on the follow-up. Don't bail on the automation follow-up, right? Don't not do it. it not, not doing it, not committing is the ultimate failure, it was, it was the reason that, um, let's just say, I, let's just pretend I could have gone pro in skating. It, not committing is the reason that I didn't go pro. It wasn't my lack of skill. It wasn't my lack of technique. It wasn't my lack of style. It wasn't my lack of flow. Nothing. It was my lack of ability to commit. My willingness to commit faster. So translate that to business. If you have great technique... If you have a great, if you study what you should be doing on the phone and you're great at talking, if you are a great copywriter, if you can make the most beautiful funnel in the world, but you don't put it out there and you don't take the blows that you need to take, you don't take the scars and the stripes that you need to take, it's not going to work out. It not, it just won't. And you have to do this over and over and over again for months and maybe even years. So don't think that it doesn't take that. Um, don't think that it, this is an easy journey. Um, if there is, if there's, it, there's a couple major separators that um, separate the people that do win and versus don't. But one of the major ones, and you already know it, it's that you don't freaking quit and you just keep pushing forward. But you push forward by actually taking action and going for it, not by studying or bailing or anything of that stuff. You know, even the Rebels program and the courses and stuff, like I would be straight lying to you if I told you that you need to that you should spend all your day studying the Rebels programs. That's not true. You should be studying what you need to know and then implementing it and then re-implementing it and re-implementing it and re-implementing it and re-implementing it until you get it right. And you might even need to look outside of Rebels to get your final little like piece to the puzzle, right? Because maybe you're dealing with something that is like a demon in your own life that, you know, uh, is outside the context of Rebels. And that's fine. Just know that it's not one single tool or piece of information 
that unlocks everything for you. It's developing a skill inside of you and then not bailing on that skill. That unlocks what you're looking for. So anyway, hopefully that helps. Um, uh, just that it's beautiful learning a new skill because, you know, uh, it just it, it gives me parallels, mental parallels to draw um, and, and shows me uh, the learning process all over again. You know, I'm learning new things uh, all the time in business, some of them very, very painful things, but to literally have an entirely different skill set. It's not business related at all. It's not finance related at all. It's not investing related at all. It's a brand new skill. And to, to kind of be back into the basics again and to, to learn these things, it's, um, it's really, really helpful. Um, so uh, I would encourage you, if you have something like this, like skating, uh, maybe pick it up. It, it probably will help you in your business life because it helps. It's helping me. It's helping me think better. Um, my body's moving um, a lot more than just traditional workouts. Um, so that helps your brain. And, um, and, it's, and it's, uh, it's, giving, it's helped me feel like a kid again. So actually makes me about to cry actually which is very odd but uh it's not odd i definitely cry but uh wasn't expecting to (laughs) cry for skating (laughs) um anyway guys we love you we appreciate you and uh as i'm saying this there's a really cool red tail hawk uh hovering over the um forest preserve like that we back up to and he just (laughs) he just took a dump (laughs) oh as he's flying that's funny well how nice it is to be a hawk right Anyway, we love you guys. We appreciate you. If you found value in this, do me a favor. Scroll to the bottom, leave a review and a rating down below. That would be awesome. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a written review. That's the best way that you can help get this message out. And know you're not creating competition for yourself by doing so. You are actually helping this industry um, raise up altogether, which is going to give all of us better results. So we love you. We appreciate you. Hope you have an amazing day. And uh, if you're looking for any resources, you can scroll to the show notes and look for those. So thanks so much, guys. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank <laughs> you.